Yo, what's up, guys? Welcome back to the Air Academy podcast. I know it's been a long time since we've gotten one of these. How we've all been really busy with preseason and just you know getting everything ready for the next year, but we finally all got together and got this one done. Um, we went over our backpacking trip that we did a few weeks ago. Uh, we also talked about some nutrition stuff and then just some other random topics and banter. So yeah, I hope you guys enjoy it and uh, see you in the next one. Yo, can you hear me? Yeah. Bro, you would lose your mind over Walden's Ridge. I know. I really gotta go, dude. Yeah, it's but a, it's like it's a good it's a good pedal up too, and like the trails yeah, are short. Yeah, heard. The trails are short, and you can like you can come down and then like pedal across the mountain, and then go like to a whole different section of trails. What'd you say, Ezra was calling me? Oh, it's like. You can it's a it's literally like an actual like ski resort. You can literally like, there we go. Come down one and then like pedal across and then go to like a whole different set of trails. Yeah, no, it's an actual downhill park. That's what I heard. It's uh it's only like forty five minutes away from my house. Forty five minutes to an hour. We need to go ride it together. I know, dude. Ezra, that would be like, the last place to have a uh, team camp. Dude, I would actually, and that's like perfect spot in the middle for everybody. Yeah, it's like yeah, I guess it's kind of like Pisgah. Pisgah's like in the middle of all the Tennessee people and all the Georgia people. Uh, yeah. Pisgah's more like it's a little. How far is it from your house? Pisgah is like five. Oh yeah, oh. it's like it's like four for me. Yeah. Or it's like dude, it's less than four, dude. It's like three and a half, maybe three. It's like three forty-five, depending on traffic. Oh yeah, that's true. You gotta get through Atlanta. Yeah. But um, shoot, it'd be a class place for an edit, bro. Yeah, Walden. Yeah, it's uh, like from what I've seen, like the it's super like well built and stuff, so. It's yeah. like there's a bunch of yeah, it's really well built. There's a bunch of um like big rock rolls and stuff. Um That's and then oh, like yeah. some some actually pretty gnarly like rock gardens too. Um so there's like tech. Yeah, there's a good bit of tech. Well, good bit of tech. Majority of it is uh jumps. Sorry, I was filling up my water bottle. I know. I like jumps though. How long does the climb take to get to the top? I saw someone says like forty minutes, like to the very top. But that could be a Jerry, so I don't know. Um, to like the very top, it's like probably twenty five minutes. But oh, bro, yeah. that's a, that's light. But that's a, like if you're cruising at like like we rolled up at it like I think it was like two hundred thirty watts, something like that. Oh, that's true. oh. So you could easily do it under like twenty. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. About the KOM on that John. The KOM on one side is like twelve minutes, and then on the other side it's like eighteen, I think. I might stake it. It's crazy. People are already sweating on it. Yeah, I know. You guys are ready to finally talk about the bike packing trip? It's been a minute. Yeah. After like the past three weeks or so. Not that bad. It's not that bad. I think yeah, it was about two weeks ago, but. Yeah. yeah. So, so for those of you who don't know what bikepacking is, um, you basically ride your bike to a certain place with uh, with all packs. Yeah, all the stuff you need to uh, 
to take care of yourself the next for the for the ride and then also while you're um while you're staying the night somewhere so yeah uh, but we were fortunate enough to stay at a cabin so, so we didn't have to like carry sleeping bags or anything yeah yeah so john our route was uh, 120 miles and about eighteen thousand feet of climbing um ezra and luke about how many calories do you think you guys burned Dude, I don't know. Like, let me see how much Travis said I burned. I, think, well, I, I don't know. To, I think I, I saw like, it on my whoop. It was like maybe like six thousand or something. Yeah, I think I'm mine. Both days was like eleven thousand calories. So, oh like, whoa, like eleven thousand combined. Yeah. Um, the second day it said I burned four thousand, and then the first day it said I burned five thousand. So like nine ish. Nine or ten, yeah, something like that. But uh, yeah, I'd like to say John, John Logar said that we were not bike packing; we were just riding our bikes. It's a, it's he was, basically were. He was he was kind of he he was dogging on us. He called it, he, he called his babies for sleeping in a house, you know. Yeah, yeah. I mean, which which is like true. Like we might have broke a few rules, but I mean, still, I'd rather be sleeping in a house than so, outside. I don't know if we could call this a bike packing trip. It was more of a two-day long bike ride. It, it, yeah, it, it was a two-day adventure. Yeah, but uh, we we carried a lot of stuff, so it was still pretty. pretty yeah, awesome. I know Colin's pack weighed about like thirty pounds. Oh, at least yeah, at least thirty pounds for sure. Yeah, yeah. But uh, now that we're a few weeks away, how are y'all? How, how are y'all feeling after like? After the dude, the, the post the post few days after the ride, how was it? Yeah, well, I jumped straight back into training. Like, uh, what day we finished on Sunday, yeah, and I had intervals starting on Tuesday and I had a pretty fat week, mm-hmm. it was like a 19 hour week or something. And yeah. I felt I felt fine like the whole way through, I actually felt really strong. Um, yeah. even like right after it, I felt great. Oh, yeah, that's good. What about you, Colin? How are you feeling after? Um, your boy ended up getting sick um, about, let's see. I think it was like, I, I don't know if it was because of the bikepacking trip or just because of other stuff, but it was like like last Tuesday I started feeling like garbage. Um, definitely the whoop score was definitely pretty, uh, pretty low down there. Um, yeah, finally starting to feel better. Um, but I was like three days, three days of fighting a sickness. So that was, uh, kind of a unfortunate event, but definitely like the days after I was like, wow, I feel like the, there's some, some training benefits from that for sure. But yeah, yeah, like definitely feel like it was a beneficial thing. And now like two hour base rides feel like literally nothing. So no, yeah, yeah. effective uh, on training for sure. Everything feels short after doing that, so it's good. I think to I don't know. I feel like it's a good way to start the base season off because then you're not really going to do anything longer than that first day. So yeah, yeah, <laughs> it's kind of all like short, short now. Yeah, but yeah. Um, I guess we can talk a little bit about the bike packing trip. So, uh, yeah, we started on Saturday. And we started off by hitting a deer. And um, <laughs> <laughs> so that was fun. And um, when we got there, I realized that 
I was missing my top two bag with my like food, like a little bit of my food in it and like my chargers. And I was pretty bummed like the whole ride about that. You know, I just kept yelling about it. <laughs> yeah, you were yapping about it. <laughs> but um, I got over it. And then, yeah, it was just raining all day. It wasn't too cold out. It, but... it wasn't really raining. It was just um, it rained a ton the night before. So it was just soaking wet. Yeah. Um, and we're kind of up high. So it was just kind of in the clouds a bit. And it was just misting. And Yeah. I don't know. But, but it was like good. temperature wise, it was really good. Like we started off like a bit cold. But like throughout both the days, like it was just like not too hot and not too cold so it was perfect no yeah for sure i think the second day was really good like there was no real rain or anything and it kind of the sun started to pop out and it was perfect yeah. took leg warmers and arm warmers off and everything so yeah but uh what was y'all's uh bikes looking like i guess we can talk about that if one of y'all wants to talk about your bikes first um well the setup was a was a like a pretty just like, you know, we weren't going for an FKT or anything, so we we're just out there chilling. So, I think, I think all of us kind of like went with kind of like a, just like a chill setup, not like really paying attention to weight or rolling resistance or anything like that. Yeah. So personally, so whenever my setup, I just had like an icon and an Arda in the back. And I had one backpack on and uh, filled with water, food, just everything that I needed, um, which got me through both days. Yeah. And what type of, uh, I guess we can talk about Colin's bike setup first, then we can go to that. So what, what was your bike setup looking like, Colin? Uh, I just had a bar bag and then two bottles. Um, definitely wish I would have had a, a hard post just to save some weight i was feeling feeling the weight and then a big pig pack on the uh on my back yeah the back was sore for a couple days after but uh, for sure it was it was nice having um an overage of food and stuff so yeah definitely i don't i think uh, a hard post would have been the move because my dropper felt so bad like oh yeah yep i had to clean it like so and i kept leaving it up but um yeah, I guess my bike setup was I've been bikepacking a few times before, so I had like uh, some actual bags. So I had like a frame bag and then um I put like all my food in there and like my water filter that we didn't need. I was surprised that we didn't need to use a water filter, but Yeah, I know. Um yeah, so I had a frame bag and then I had like a little top two bag, but I lost that. I don't know where it went. And then um I had a Usui like pack just for water, and then uh, yeah, I had like no bottles in my frame because I had the frame bag, and then I just put some stuff in my pockets, like just a few snacks that I wanted to have like quickly. But uh, yeah, I, I was trying to keep most of the weight off of my back, which was nice because I know Luke and Colin's back were hurting pretty bad, so it was it was a, it was good to have yeah. the most of the weight down on my on my frame oh i forgot i had that like dry bag on a, on the first day but it was just annoying the crap out of me so i took it off and stuffed everything in my pockets for the second day right yeah but um 
I guess we can talk about food now. Like, what what were y'all bringing? Like, what was y'all's strategy with uh, nutrition? Because it was pretty long days. It's like seven hours and five hours. Yeah. Um. So I decided to do sixty carbs an hour just because I didn't want to like mess my stomach up with ninety for going that long, and I would have wanted wanted enough uh, that I wasn't going to bonk. Um. And I brought like a ton of gels, and I just like. I didn't really, like, uh, plan out, like, I'm going to eat this at this hour or anything like that. I just stuffed a ton of food in my bag. But uh, I also had, like, a pack of gummy, like, a whole container of gummies. Um, Then I also ate some of y'all's food, too. Yeah. No, and then I'm trying to think. You had sandwiches, right? I forget. Yeah. Yeah, you did. Yeah, yeah. What about you, Colin? What were you carrying, and what was your plan with fueling and, like, water and everything? Uh, I didn't really have a plan. Um, I just brought as much as I thought I was going to need. I mean, I had a big, like, uh, one liter pack and uh, two bottles for water. And I kind of was just eating. And I felt like I did. Um, and uh, it worked out well. I don't I could have drank a little bit more. Um, definitely had some more electrolytes, but other than that, like, I don't think it really like could have done anything. Um, but I tried to eat more solid food, just, like, uh, kind of better on my, you know, less expensive for sure. Yeah. Yeah, and the way I was thinking about it, like my setup was, I like to eat a lot of solid food. Like, I'm not a huge, huge gel guy. Like, uh, on most of my training rides, I like to eat, like, granola bars and stuff. So, like, I brought three three sandwiches, like, some uh, – a lot of beef jerky sticks. And then what else did I bring? I brought, like, Pop-Tarts and, um, yeah, like, a crap ton of granola bars. I found these um, Kodiak K granola bars, and they were, like, the best thing ever. Like, they were honestly oh, so yeah. Like, I didn't know they made those, and then, uh, but yeah, those were good. And then I had a few gels. Like, I tried out the new Never Second, like, cola caffeine gel, and it was really good. And then I also tried out the Never Second, um, what is it, grapefruit or, like, passion fruit or something? I don't know. Do you know, Colin, what the flavor is? Colin's not here. <laughs> Colin Colin dropped. Uh-oh, he pulled an Ezra, bro. For real. <laughs> Um, I'm trying to think. It was like I think it was like passion fruit. I'd never had it before though, and I never had the cola one. And they were both really good because I normally just use the fruit punch. But yeah, it was good to change it up. And then yeah, just like for some, sure. some Cliff bars and stuff like that. And then I had a I, Colin's back. <laughs> and then I and then I had a crap ton of um like mix in my uh in my what's it called my Usui yeah um carbs up yeah then uh once we got to the cabin after the first day i mean from once we got to the cabin we were all starving so we just like loaded up on food we dropped food off the night uh before we left so uh like we made some spaghetti like a ton of spaghetti and um yeah and sausage and just pretty much anything we could find we ate it so i'm gonna be for real we did not have enough food at the house 
Yeah, we, uh, <laughs> we ate every bit of food there. Breakfast was a struggle. Yeah, I know. Just the I just ate straight up noodles for breakfast. Yeah, no, I brought like uh, Kodiak cakes, and that was the strat. But I had yeah. like I had three like of those microwave cups of Kodiak cakes. Yeah, then I ate like Colin's entire bag of uh, whatever it's called, like protein balls or whatever. <laughs> the protein was like, bars from Costco. Yeah, dude, and it was. Like, I mean, they're loaded with calories. It was like 150 grams. Uh, 150 calories per ball and yeah. i probably ate at least like 20 of them dude no they were class though yeah those things have saved me from cracking so many times yeah they're so good i don't think you can crack if you eat like one of those you'll be chilling for the rest of the day yeah dude, um, if you stop biking and you like still eat those you're gonna <laughs> would not be good bulk up dude <laughs> yeah yeah then uh yeah I'm trying to think so after once we got to the cabin uh, i mean we were all pretty toasted um so we kind of i got my bike ready to go for the next day and tried to like get all the mud and everything washed and all that but uh yeah it was pretty it was pretty pretty chaotic in the cabin yeah we were just trying to get our clothes cleaned up and it was it was a fiasco. But a highlight is Colin got clapped up in chess. So Oh wow. Okay. Yep. There it is. I knew that was coming. Brutal. Yeah. <laughs> but um Yeah, I guess after that, yeah, we just kinda slept good as we could. I slept really good actually. And yeah. Um, yeah, we woke up the next morning. And me and Colin cleaned our bikes because we didn't clean them the night before. And then we just kind of slowly rolled out because it was kind of dreary in the morning. It was it was a little, like, kind of rainy, I guess. Yeah. But uh, we stopped by the Dollar General. Got the morale went through the roof. We had honey buns, donuts, you know, coffee. It was going crazy. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, and then... Right after the Dollar General is like the biggest climb of the trip. Like even though the second day wasn't the most climbing, it had like it had the longest climb in it. It's like two thousand feet in one shot, so it's pretty stout. And uh, yeah, we just hit that, and then after that is pretty rolly to the finish. Oh yeah, yeah. After that first climb, I mean, we were speeding. Um, yeah, we averaged like what, like thirteen or fourteen? It's pretty fast, dude. Yeah, we averaged probably more than that. We were hauling. Yeah, um, no, it was fun. Yeah, it was super fun. And I mean, like after that first climb too, like everything dried up, so it was just yeah, like, we were just going. And uh, me and Colin hit Luke with the little sneak attack, you know, quick little oh four hundred for ten minutes. Yeah, go for it. Yeah, I don't know. But, uh, yeah. I mean, the second day was a lot shorter. So, I mean, that was pretty much it. <laughs> Had to hammer it out. Yeah. yeah no, I mean, it back. didn't feel, it didn't feel long at all. I mean, it, it was, uh, no, I was probably like the more. last, like, three hours went by the fastest. It was only a four hour day. I just looked at it. Yeah. It wasn't much at all. Bro, it was 170 TSS. Bro, that's what? 
Yeah, it was light. That was like my TSS today, bro. Wow. But, uh, shoot. I guess when we got back, we just ate at the place we started, the damn deli. And then, uh, yeah, we drove home. Or we drove back to the cabin to pick our stuff up. But, uh, and clean yeah. it. <laughs> yeah. Had to do a bit of mop in there. Um, yeah. Yeah. And then, there's not it's, too much. That's pretty much about. it. it, it yeah, there was our adventure. It wasn't too exciting, honestly, but like it was really fun. It yeah, it was super chill. Yeah, I would do it again for sure. Maybe a little longer both days. I yeah. Would, I don't know. The first day was first day was rough, but I would want to. I would want to try it on uh, on gravel bikes. Yeah, uh, or even cars. road, dude. Like a road route would be sick. Yeah, yeah, we need to do that route Colin's been talking about. Uh, what's that like road called? Yeah, it would be like three days, 120 miles. Each day or all the days? Uh, each day, yeah. Okay. So each day would be – each day is like 115, I think, is the actual number because it's, it's a 444-mile route. Okay. Uh, Doug's actually done it before. Um, Ooh, Doug's so- done everything. Of course, we got to do it. Um, but it's like it goes from like uh, Natchez, Mississippi to Nashville. And so it's like middle of Mississippi to Nashville. So it'd be super flat, super fast. No, that's sick. Yeah. But is it, um, is it all Greenway or is it like a red? Oh, Nat- Natchez Trace Parkway. I see it on Strava. Yeah. It's like a, it's like the Blue Ridge. It's like a federal parkway. So. Those, like people don't drive crazy, I guess. No, yeah, I like that. I train on it all the time, and like I'm on the busiest part of it. Cars. Oh, really? It's pretty protected and stuff. So. Oh, I see. Yeah, okay. it goes kind of. It goes through Alabama for a second. Yeah. And then it pops into Nashville. Oh yeah, it goes right by your house. Like it goes. Yeah. Yeah, it's super chill. Oh, that's pretty sick. Yep. But um Yeah. So um what y'all been doing recently? I'm on zone two grind, bro. Are you only doing zone two? Uh no, I have I have um I don't know. I can't I won't disclose it. This is my competition right here. Whoa, whoa. I have intensity, but you know, it's that secret sauce. Some may call it the Atlanta airport ride, you know. Oh yeah. <laughs> Wait, is that the only intensity that you're doing? Uh, yeah, right now it is because it's so early All season. Right. Yeah, I'm, I'm kind of the same way, just keeping it light, um, on like the intensity and stuff, and really just uh, getting some some good time in the saddle and uh, for sure putting in a lot of pedal strokes. Um, but yeah, basically doing that. I just got back. Colorado and Chattanooga, so I've been traveling a little bit. Um, yeah, hard yeah. training. How was Grand Junction, bro? It is so sick out there. Yeah, like it's it's freaking unreal. Like think about like cars, like Radiator Springs in Colorado with mountains. Yeah, basically what it is. Bro, bro gave us a cars reference. <laughs> Radiator Springs. <laughs> That's crazy. 
Cars is my favorite movie. You like the college? Dude, the college is so dope. There's a freaking pump track on campus. That's what freaking is sick. Yeah. Bro, we got a pump track at Blankets Creek. Come on now. You don't got to pay for college to do that. <laughs> that's true. No, but that's sick that it's on campus. Yeah. It's a pretty dope area. How are the trails? Good. It's like, they're like Sedona trails. They're pretty, um, they're pretty they're technical. Are they like rocky, just like rocks? Yeah, they're like um, pretty mm-hmm. rocky. And then there's like some flowy, like sandy single track. And it's on See, all- I, what? Sorry. I hate that. Not gonna lie. Like I hate like sand. I like dirt. <laughs> I, I feel that too. I hate sand too. See, it's not like sand. It's like the it's like the Colorado. You know, like the Colorado. No, I know what you mean. It's like uh, what what would you call it's it? It's just like dust, basically. Yeah. yeah, it's like topsoil. I don't know. But yeah, but I'm more of a. It's like Utah dirt. You know. Yeah. So it's it's like- yeah, powder. I'm more. I'm more of a fan of like brown dirt. Just like gets me going, you know. Yeah, yeah. I like. I like having trees and stuff too. So see, like I think a perfect combination would be like Georgia dirt with Colorado terrain. Yeah, like if you had like the elevation differences and like all of that, like you know? the NW. Yeah, yeah like exactly. the. Uh, like Colorado without the humidity. I mean, not the humidity, without the dryness. Yeah, I guess that's why our dirt is so, like, how it is, is because it's so humid here. Yeah, it's a bit different. No, but I guess it's good to learn. Like, I'm not a huge fan of the sand stuff because, like, um, whenever I was in California, like, I kept washing out on the pre rides on all that sandy stuff and it just annoys me. Yeah. Like, it's just like marbles, but. Yeah, I don't know. It, I guess if you get used to it, it's probably really good. Yeah, for sure. But, um, yeah, are you looking at any other colleges, like either of y'all? Yeah, Luke, uh, Luke, tell us about your few. Um, well, Online I'm going to I'm gonna do dual enrollment next semester, which is, like, I'm, I'm going to start college classes next semester. Wait, how um, does dual enrollment work? Because aren't you done with high school? You, that- you don't have to be in like you don't have to be in high school to do dual enrollment. It's just like because technically I'm still enrolled in a high school, but I'm done with all my classes. Okay, that makes sense. Because I was about to say like to be dual enrolled, you have to be in high school. Yeah, I'm still like enrolled, enrolled in high school. Gotcha. Um, until not, it's over. You're just but, not taking any classes. Yeah, yeah, I got all my stuff done. Um, so I plan on doing, starting some college, well, I'm going to do one college class next semester just to feel it out. That's sick. Um, and it's going to be online. So, you know, I like, I want the flexibility and all that. That'll be light. It'll be chilling. Yeah. What about you, Colin? You looked at, uh, Brevard, right? Yep. Yep. Definitely. Brevard is the move. Definitely thought it was a sick area. It was just a really, really small school. Um, so, kind of didn't, like, I'm trying to decide right now between the two. Yeah. Because, um, like, obviously, like y'all said, like, one is, like, a really small school, but it's got, like, unbelievable riding. And it's, like, right near my house. And then 
Uh, yeah, yeah it's like in Colorado and like right near like some of the the best riding in the world. So, yeah, it's kind of a because like most people are gonna either go to um, CMU, Fort Lewis, or Rivard. Like, if you're gonna go to an in-person college while like trying to continue cycling, cycling. Um, and they're all kind of different. Like Brevard's more of like a kind of like put your head down and grind type of thing. Like I remember them telling me, like I think it was something like eighty percent of their uh, students at Brevard are athletes. Yeah. Um, which is really sick. And I think they really work well with uh, with athletes, right? Like. Yeah, they do with like flexibility and all that. Yeah. Um. Then like CMU is more of kind of just like. Like, obviously, you can still kind of, like, put your head down and grind and all that sort of stuff. But I feel like it's kind of more of, like, a community kind of, uh, you know, there's, like, a ton of people there. Especially, so, like, there's a ton of people there that don't do cycling as well. So, it's just kind of, like, what you're looking for. Yeah. And I'm guessing it's kind of the same way with Fort Lewis. I, I haven't been to Fort Lewis, so I don't know. Yeah. No, college is hard decision i still have another year like i'm not a senior this year so yeah i'm chilling but it's crazy are you th- are you thinking about going to uh going kind of like online college yeah i'm de- i definitely would would like to do online just because of the flexibility and i really want to focus on my early u23 years and i i think i could really do that better when i'm online and i'm i'm not looking for the whole college experience like I don't really care for that. Like, I've never been to public high school, so I'm not, like, missing anything, really. You know, like, I, I don't I don't care too much about people. Like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't care about, like, the partying and stuff. Yeah. So yeah. I have no issue with doing online college. See, the nice thing I found, or, like, I kind of talked to, I rode with one of the riders, and it was, like, it was kind of sick because you get to like kind of ride with older people who like, who are like going through their U23 years and like, yeah, they like living and like, like uh, watching them walk through their U23 years. Like, and sure. so it's kind of nice to like have that firsthand experience and like, um, learn from their mistakes and everything. Yeah. And you get to like, and then, kind of in the collegiate years like you get to race with them for sure so like, you're like okay um he's winning like the big u23 race in america and i'm only like like 30 seconds off of him or whatever in the yeah. races and so like it's kind of nice to be able to like compete against them and like learn from them when it's not like super high stakes for sure um right and then you also kind of like you get to go through like three or four years of it and get a college education out of it, which is kind of, yeah. cause then like when you get down the line and you're like out of racing and you're like, well, what am I going to do? And then you're like, Oh, well I have a, a business degree for in college. So, uh, yeah. right. So that's kind of like, what are you looking for? Like in the college, like, yeah, the in-person college part, like what do you want to major in? You think, um either exercise science or business yeah right you can always be safe with business i feel like yeah kind of, yeah kind of do anything with that you can go like anywhere yeah yeah but um what are what are you looking for whenever you toured brevard and cmu um number one kind of like a place that's like 
there's a lot to do, uh, like a lot to train, like a lot of places to train and um, like a good training community where you're like, you have a lot of people who are motivated to get faster. Um, and then like also the environment that allows that. So like, obviously those two places, there's not really a question about it because you're in like the mountains of Colorado and the mountains are pretty good. But then also like, um, like teachers and coaches who are like willing to work with you. Um, yeah. When it comes to racing. And then also like, I didn't want to show up to a team and like be the fastest person on the team. Um, so I kind of have like really fast people on the team that you're like having to work hard to fast as or, like your chase. And so then that makes you better. Cause I don't really have that around here um, because it's kind of like uh, there's not a huge community around here. So I was like, well, if I get to ride with Durango kids or whatever, uh, and get a lot faster that would be like that would be pretty sweet so yeah for sure right no yeah um colin have you uh are, are you have you thought about doing like uh just like a small school type of thing or are you like kind of committed to going to a kind of a more college type of college um i just think if you're gonna go to college like you might as well like go there and like it not be like um like boring like you might as well go there and so like then when you're in the off season or you're kind of like really stressed about playing or whatever um something like you you can have people that you like hang out with that know nothing about it and that are like just chillers and people you can hang out with and kind of like not be stressed out with it and right with yeah. Bavard, it was like I feel like the only people you're gonna hang out with is the team, and which is nice um, because it's like you build a good community and stuff. Um, and then with CMU, it's kind of like uh, there's there's a bigger community to or a bigger selection of people to like hang out with. And um, but I, I'm kind of like still in between both of them, so yeah, I right. think it was like I think. The bigger school is like, it's just better because you're kind of like it's more more diverse crowd, like more people to pick from, for sure. And then like the small, kinda like it's like it's nice because you're not having to like deal with all the the drama of a big school. But yeah, I don't know. Have you thought about uh, online college? I have, and it's definitely still on the option. So like. I kind of – my thing is right now, like, if I have a really good, like, 17, 18 year, like, this last year is, like, really good, then I'll just be like, yeah, I'm going to go – I'm going to wait out a year on college and um, go full force in my first 23 year and kind of, like, try and do a – take a gap year and, like, uh, you know, hit it hard and try yeah. a lot. But, um, Yeah. Right. But yeah. I think the thing I like about online college is it's not very expensive. So if you do end up going pro, you're not going to be in a bunch of debt. And, you know, being a pro right. cycling isn't, it's not like the best paying job in the world. So you don't want to already be down for the count once you become pro. Right. Yeah. That's sort of how I thought about it is because, like, um, I'm not very interested in school. So I'm, 
you know, I'm not looking for anything in college, like education wise, other than just to get my degree and get out pretty much. Um, so that's kind of the way I'm thinking of it. And that's why I'm kind of, I'm going to start online college just because it's like, you know, my, like my life is pretty much based around, you know, cycling. So, yeah, and that's, I really enjoy it. Like I, I enjoy my routine, like on the bike, you know, training and also off the bike, like training, like in a different type of way and like having that routine of it. I really enjoy it. Yeah. Um, that if I were to go to a college or even like a bigger college or anything like that, I almost feel like I would kind of get out of the routine and like, you know, kind of slack off a bit to, uh, you know, go hang out a bit more versus, you know, focusing on the things that, you know, will help grow me and also that I really enjoy. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I think it's probably easier if you're not going to a college in person to, to like just stay focused because you don't have all those other distractions. Because, I mean, like, right. if, you, if you're if you in a real college and, like, everybody's out having fun, you know, like, you're going to want to ha- go have fun, right? Like, and it makes sense. But if you're really trying to, like, go somewhere, like, really far and you, like, really want to get locked in, I don't know. I think online yeah. college is probably the best. But, like, you can still do that in normal college. You just got to be really disciplined. Yeah, yeah definitely. Um, yeah, because you do hear, like, the stories sometimes of, like uh... – you know, a really good athlete, then they hit it, they go to college in freshman year, they just like, you know, fall out of routine. And, you know, they're just not as dedicated anymore. Um, and I mean, you know, it's, it's not typical, you know, it, it doesn't happen a lot. But, um, you know, I'm, I'm, I really enjoy what I'm doing right now. So I don't want to like, really kind of mess it up. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, there are there's people all the time that go to college and like yeah definitely and, like Gwendolyn like, Gibson goes to CMU still so it's like you know obviously she has you know yeah. proof that you can still go to a good college and also I think one you know go easier pro. than the other to be honest it's really just what's better for you yeah and I mean everybody's so different so yeah, definitely for sure but um yeah what else do you guys want to talk about us a long talk about college yeah. Uh, do you have yeah. anything, Colin? <sighs> I don't think so. I mean, <laughs> what was that sign? <laughs> Are there any uh, any new like products or anything y'all been trying out that you're starting to like? I know Ezra's a whole Glazer for Never Second, but don't forget uh, the Cody cakes that he takes in daily. Oh yeah, yeah. I do like. I don't think y'all understand. I literally have Kodiak cakes like every single day of my life. <laughs> like I actually need help. I need a sponsorship or something. Dude, Kodiak cakes are expensive too. Not gonna lie. But um, yeah, yeah like, someone's yeah. gonna have to put them in rehab for Kodiak cakes. <laughs> I have Kodiak cakes, sausage, and eggs like every single day. Great. I like it. Like I don't get sick of it. I will say, actually, yeah. And oh, I got the um, I got the blueberry muffin mix, and I made pancakes out of them. Oh my days! <laughs> yeah, whenever I go to Ezra's house, it's like no question what breakfast is. It's Kodiak cakes. <laughs> yeah, dude. I 
Y'all, y'all can ask for something else if you come to my house, but I, I will be eating. No, no, I'm good with that. I, I love pancakes. I hate waffles. Pancakes. Oh, waffles from Are you Waffle serious? House. Serious. Waffles from Waffle House, but like, if I'm making something, it's gotta be pancakes because waffles from like my waffle maker just don't taste good. It could be the same exact mix no. as the pancakes, but it just doesn't taste good. I think it's a chef. Skill issue. Yeah. It's got to be the grass-fed sausage and then, like, the eggs. It's just, like, perfection. Like, I don't know. And that's, like, I eat that, and then I go ride, and then I get back, and I have, like... Dude, Luke is so routine about his recovery shake. Like, it's actually insane. I am. Like, y'all should be taking it serious, too. I, I take it serious, but, like, this man planted a recovery shake in the house we were staying dude, at. Dude, I know and... we were, I knew, dude, <laughs> I knew we were going to be out there for the entire day, and I know I was going to be gone by the time we got back, and I knew, like, if I just took her that recovery shake, it was going to revive me. And I it did, dude. I dude, went outside and cleaned my bike right afterwards. My theory with the recovery shake is, like, Recovery shakes are, it's basically just getting like, it's replenishing carbs and everything like that, right? Exactly. Yeah. So if I'm, if I get home, like if I, if I ride from my house or something and I come home, I'm not going to have a recovery shake. I'm just going to actually make food. See, like, I don't know though. Yeah. But there's, there are different ratios. But like if, if I'm like tired and I don't feel like making food immediately, I'll, I'll do it. Or like if I'm, if I, am like somewhere else like if i park somewhere and like ride my mountain bike or something yeah i'll do a shake but i don't know all right but but in the recovery shake that ratio of carbohydrates to protein yeah is like optimal right yeah so versus having whatever you're gonna have like if you were like i don't know what you eat after your rides but I bet the ratio is going to be less efficient than a recovery shake. Well, I mean, obviously, I try to do like after a ride, you need more carbs. Like, you need more carbs than fat. I don't know the exact ratio, but like, it's a lot more carbs than fat. Yeah, but you also got to have mean, protein. A lot in more carbs. Sorry, a lot more carbs than protein. Yeah. I don't know why I was saying fat. Yeah, the main the main ratio is a three to one ratio, three carbs per. And then I just I just flip that for the gym. I do the opposite. I just do a lot of protein and then not a lot of carbs after the gym. That seems to work for me. I don't know. Do you take that same mix after the gym, Luke, or do you just not? Uh, No, I do a different one. It's just uh, it's called like Premier Protein or something. Oh yeah, it's It's just uh, stuff. Yeah, it's pretty much just straight up protein. I scoped um, that out in your cabinet the other day. I was like, "What's this yeah. boy munching on?" Yeah, I got that whey protein. I know, dude. Or the, that uh, mushroom, that mushroom protein. Or I just buy the Fairlife's from my gym. <laughs> the Fairlife's go crazy. I don't know, dude. That protein. Whenever, whenever I worked at your house the last time, yeah. And- <laughs> Your mom gave me that mushroom protein, and you made a smoothie out of it, but I was like, I'll just have it straight up. Yeah. Dude, it tasted so disgusting. I'm not going to lie. 
<laughs> well, it has it has no like additives in it. It's literally just. Straight I know. Out. I mean, I mean, it didn't bother me. I don't. I don't really mind about the taste, but <laughs> I, I was ex- I was expecting a bit more. Like you know. No, that's why. I don't know. That's why I put it with a banana, so like it sweetens it up. Yeah, but it's all good. I told you to make a smoothie, bro. Come on now, dude. It's all good. What about you, Colin? What's your uh, like? What do you do post ride, post gym? You know, um, I'm kind of the same way. Like, if I come home from, like, a big group ride and I'm pretty clapped, like, I'm not going to, like, sit there and, like, waste recovery shape because I'm, like, I'm just going to eat breakfast or I'm going to eat something that's, like, you know. The only time I really use a recovery mix is, like, if I'm, if I'm like, already full, like, somewhat full from, like, I've like stayed on top of my nutrition and I'm not like super hungry. Yeah. And I've done like a, a good workout. Like usually after zone two stuff, like I won't do a recovery shake. I'll just do like some sort of small meal. That's like, the same, like the same, yeah. generally the same ratio. Uh, but like the only time I hit the recovery shakes is like after a, an important workout. So like, the week up to a race, no matter what, or usually like two weeks, no matter what the the ride is, I'll do a recovery shake. Yeah. Um, Even recovery rides. Yes. Even yeah. Same. That's um, it's crucial. And so, but I won't do as many calories. Like I'll do like a a, a would you like one scoop or something, um, just because you kind of really don't need as many calories um, on like a ride where you're like. Barely, barely pushing the pedals, um, and so, uh, yeah. But like on a big ride, like I'll usually just come home and and eat. Like I'll do like a sometimes I'll do like a, a fruit smoothie because that's like pretty much just carbs and um, I can depending on it, I can kind of like change my uh, intake of stuff um, on the meals. Yeah. And so, like, I'll do, like, I- I'm not going to be, like, super specific on my, like, ratios. Um, If I'm, like, pretty hungry, I'll just shoot for more, like, three to one of, like, carbs or protein. And so, it's, like, I'm not super strict on it like Luke. But when it comes, like, around race time and, like, important workouts and stuff, I'm strict on it. But then, like, I'm not also not going to waste my, like, my money on – a workout that like I I could just eat a lift bar and feel fine. Yeah. Um, and it has the same macros. It's like 30 grams of carbs and like 12 grams of protein. So I'm like And like I think when you actually make food it's really like it's almost impossible to know what the exact ratio is. But like as long as you do something like I don't know, I like pasta salad like you know like pasta and like uh vegetables and stuff like cold vegetables. Like, that's normally what I do after a long ride if I don't want to take a recovery shake. But, like, if you could take a recovery shake after every ride, like, if I got unlimited recovery mix, yes. it'd, it'd be easy because, like, it's just measured out and it's perfect every time, you know? It's, like, super routine. I mean, I guess that's what Luke does. Luke just blows through uh, that torque recovery mix like crazy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, but, I mean, it's good. Like, you're dialed in on it, so... It's probably something I need to work on. That uh, yeah, I switched up the flavor though. I switched to strawberry, dude. 
Um, I used strawberry and then I like blended <laughs> it up with ice and it was it tastes like strawberry ice cream. It's probably smart. I might try that. I used the uh the scratch stuff though. I haven't tried the torque recovery stuff. Bro, gas. The endurance first, the uh ultrogen. Yeah. Bro, that stuff is so freaking good. Is that the... It has so many like it has like uh Luke, it has like glutamine and all that stuff and like magnesium and calcium and zinc and all this stuff like already. Oh shoot. Actually, yeah, it's freaking insane, bro. And the only downside is like after even no matter how hydrated you are, because it has so many vitamins and stuff in it, it makes you pee like literally liquid gold. And so like <laughs> it's kind of like the first time I drank it, I was like, what the heck? Like I, I'm not that dehydrated. And then uh, the guy at my shop, he was like, yeah, that stuff will make you pee, uh, pee gold. And I was like, oh, wait. That makes so much sense. And you just have to drink a bunch of electrolytes with it? No, no. It, like, has a bunch of, like, electrolytes and, like, or just not electrolytes, but, like, vitamins and stuff in it. Yeah. And so it just, when those, like, break down the system, it, like, makes your pee, uh, pee gold, like, no matter how dehydrated you are. So you're not actually dehydrated? No, no. It's just all that stuff that's, like, that your body didn't use coming out. What was it called? That thing the uh it's recovery mix right yeah it's called hydrogen yeah i see it jeez bro 54 dollars it's pretty expensive but i I mean i get it on discount at my shops is it what which flavor do you have vanilla cappuccino tropical punch or chocolate i use chocolate and i'm on i use i know you're gonna say cappuccino but it was all it was because it was the only thing in my (laughs) But it doesn't have any, caffeine, which is nice. Oh, like tropical, um, fruity recovery mix is crazy. Tropical punch, yeah. that, that's wild, dude. That like uh, that Tailwind coffee. Remember last year in Colorado? Yes, you, we got that Tailwind coffee, dude. That stuff is so good. That stuff yeah. was fire, but it had caffeine in it, and like, bro, if I'm just yeah, ill after workout, I'm like, I'm not trying to pump. It wasn't much though. It was like fifteen milligrams or something, dude. No, no, it was like one hundred and twenty. No, actually. Yeah. <laughs> oh shoot. I might have to buy some of this. Um, and get my parents to buy it. This Ultragen Recovery Mix it looks pretty yeah. solid. Do y'all take any other supplements? Uh, I just take magnesium. Yeah, yeah. And then I take shoot. Uh, last they put me on something. I forget what it was. It's like these tablets. Oh, that's um. Shoot, it's in the it's in that op- red. It's like the red thing. The optogen. Yeah, I don't know something like that. What does it do? Alanine. Uh, I don't know what it does. I just take it. It's just it's alanine. <laughs> it, it, it like helps with VO two. Like, apparently, it's supposed to help with VO two max, but also. Yeah. And it it, it flushes lactate better, or it helps you flush oh. lactate, I think. But it also, like, it also makes you, like, uh, gain weight. Like, for some people, it's, it's like, like routine. Yeah, it, like, it, like blows up. Oh. Your muscles. Huh. Yeah, I've been on my uh, supplement game lately. The supplement game? How'd yeah. you like my magnesium pills at my house, bro? Dude, that, that, like, whatever the bedtime thing like the magnesium and zinc oh the the powder oh my god dude that 
put me to sleep. It's good, right? Yeah, I know. Oh, uh, after that podcast we did about uh, melatonin, I haven't took any melatonin, and I've been able to sleep great. Good, I know. I sw- I was like, I got to make a change here. But yeah, yeah, I'm trying to get off coffee. Nah, coffee in tastes- total. Just decrease my intake of it because I'm getting pretty bad about it. Oh, how much do you have? I have like a cup a day. Yeah, yeah I'm trying to like take it down because I'm at, I'm at the same. I'm like a cup a day, but um, my I thing don't, is, I, I don't even able- really. Oh, sorry. I want to be able to like take gels and like feel cracked out because I mean okay. I don't really even feel like like hyper whenever I take coffee like I just take it cuz I just drink it because it tastes good like I don't really feel a difference to be honest. Dude you whenever you make coffee it does not taste like coffee it just tastes <laughs> like creamer Dude I he he goes he makes this iced coffee at home and dude it's good. It does not taste like coffee. It just tastes like pumpkin spice cream. <laughs> Bro, it's it's peppermint. <laughs> Whatever. Come on. It, come on. <laughs> it did not taste like coffee it's, at all. It tastes good. It's like the it's like those like classic like white girl memes that like <laughs> you know getting their iced coffee and it's just like one drop of coffee and the rest is just sugar and creamer. All right, I do like I do okay. like. Uh, I don't know, like a fourth a cup of creamer. Okay, a fourth a cup? That's ridiculous. I don't use creamer, just use milk. I don't, Dude, I don't yeah. drink milk. Why? <laughs> it's not. Milk is like one of the worst things you can drink. That's bull. No, it's because like all of the, uh, what, all the stuff they feed the cows, it literally just goes straight into their, um, their bloodstream. And then when they milk the cows, you're, drinking all of that like it's nutrients they're, they're just feeding them corn and corn has no nutrients and it's it's yeah milk has no nutritional value your doctors lied to you hate to break it are you like uh like you're tripping because you need dairy dude you have to have dairy like no you don't you don't need dairy all right you need it to like, like build is dairy is really good at building muscles and replenish like you know replenishing like broken down muscles and you like just having dairy is good for you no but the the side effects from like you might get the benefit of you know your whatever you're saying like your muscles recovering better but like the long-term health effects of drinking yeah cancer yeah yeah i'm not trying to get cancer dude there's micro there's going to be microplastics in everything it's not every bit of meat that you eat there's going to be microplastics in it it, it's not the micro it's not the microplastics that i'm worried about it's it's the it's the food they feed them it's like ultra processed food you're literally just drinking like there's no nutritional value to milk except the dairy yeah but you don't need dairy you can get you can get your your calcium yeah, you, like, you can get calcium from a, good for you but you can get dairy's calcium for, you. from so many other sources i one i might have to you, you can stop drinking milk i might have to disagree with you on this one ezra yeah i mean like if you like milk would be amazing if you had your own cow and you fed it like real food like like yeah there's there's a reason cows are here but why are we the only 
species that drinks another animal's milk you know like there's a there, there's a reason where the only dude every animal does that like whenever no whenever every cows animal... have babies they drink their milk yes they drink their milk not another species milk like it cows need what nutrients their uh mothers have and cow milk like that's why babies drink and you see how strong cows are shoo yeah but that's why we there's you're not like the you're not bulls gonna... and stuff you got bulls dude like you're not gonna that's from cow milk dude <laughs> i'm having that cow milk i'm gonna be a bull you're not gonna see a deer drinking cow milk like <laughs> yeah that's why a deer's a deer like bro hit my car going to the bikepacking trip he was dead maybe right, he right, had right. some cow milk keep, keep drinking your milk luke <laughs> keep drinking your milk <laughs> i'm just being 100 with you I, I i have to get my mom on here she knows like all the all right i'll talk about it with your mom whenever i see her yeah you should she's gonna like sh- she'll pull out some science stuff on you i don't even know all right all right i say we wrap it up <laughs> yeah we can wrap it all up right. <laughs> I jits. all right the, the intro's gonna be uh <laughs> me and luke fighting about milk yeah all right sounds good well uh yeah good talk boys and um we can we'll have to rip another podcast out later this week maybe talking oh wait it's the end of the week uh next week maybe sunday or like early next week we can do one strictly about nutrition and i'll uh i'll be back to you with that milk question watch out yeah but but all right you you better form your argument with uh why milk is good for you Dude, I'll go pull up some data, dude. Uh, Colin dropped. He's he's gone. He's done. He's done, <laughs> he's done with the milk. <laughs> All right. See you, boy. I right, see you, Jit. <laughs>